to another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates podcast. We have made it to episode 95, which was a great year. 1995, I feel like, was an amazing year for music. I feel like a lot of projects mm. came out in 95. I'd say 94 to 96, but 95 being in the middle of a lot of my childhood favorites. Um, death Row era, ain't it? Yeah, that, that was when it was peaking, and they were speaking. They were speaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Balcony hangs and all. Woo! Them was the good old days. Man. What what America great again? You know, being able to terrorize your artists and them not be able to have any recourse. Absolutely any accountability. What happened? Them were the days. All this cancel culture and equity that people want. (laughs) 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 Oh, so you want me to not hang you over a balcony? Right. (laughs) Get a different job. <laughs> <laughs> Better go to Walmart. <laughs> Should have listened to your parents. Got that degree. At that four point. <laughs> well, I am your host, Can Jones, and to my I'm the other host, Morgan Jones. <laughs> what up? Before we jump it's into late. this thing. We can go ahead and start with our shout outs. We're going to shout out the United Kingdom and Mexico for being our top listening countries this week outside of these here United States. Shout out to the Mexico, you know. They, they I, I feel put like in something's, work. Yeah, something's going to happen from that. Yeah. So thank y'all for the support of uh, Felix Negro, as what they call okay. me on these streets. No, they uh, don't. <laughs> shout out to Austin and LA for being our top listening cities this week outside of Portland, Oregon. Also, we winning. Yes. We hitting, we hitting the major cities. <laughs> Take a moment and follow our visionary sponsor, The Nine Brand, that's Roman numeral nine, at the underscore I-X-B-R-A-N-D on Instagrams. And maybe go over to the website, www.vixbrand.co. Did not leave off the M. It's not there. Follow us <laughs> at Unrefined Sophisticates on the Instagram, the Unrefined Sophisticates on the Facebook, and the U.S. show on Twitter. So you can follow me, Can, at I Technically Can on Instagram. And you can follow Morgan on the Instagram, at Portland Morgan, and MJ Infamous on the Twitters. Make sure you like us, subscribe, and review wherever you listen. And tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about us. You know? Get familiar. You know, uh, I was just thinking about um, the No Scrub song. <laughs> and there was like eight-year-olds singing scrub. that song with so much conviction back then. like Fervor. The fervor. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You don't know nothing about anybody's hanging out at any passenger side of any ride. No. Eight-year-olds don't know what passenger means. But singing you know what I mean? so hard. And then don't be in the eighth grade. Like, I feel bad for the eighth, eighth through, through 12th graders at that point. I'll just say no. high schoolers at that point. What year did that song come out? Because now I'm trying to think of how old I was singing that song. Mm. Like Here, I'm about to make it quick. This is the internet. Be helping sometimes. No scrubs. TLC. Nineteen ninety-two. Sheesh. 
Holy moly. Okay. Well, I was, you were like four. (laughs) (laughs) I was eight. Uh, I was 11. And so I was definitely uh, singing that. Singing that. Did you have a favorite part? Was there a part that like you, you know how you be waiting the whole song so you can get it off? Man. I'm sure. I'm sure I did. I I just wanted to be left eye so bad that yeah. I yeah. Like there was nothing more in life than like me being left eye. She wore glasses and I wore I, glasses oh, and I was like, look at me being seen. And a Yeah. <laughs> don't even ask me how. No, but back to our last conversation, uh, yeah. last recording, like representation is important, right? Like yes. that was uh, just like a younger black woman that I was like, look at me. I see me. Like I got uh. glasses. I got those bangs. I wear these, those buns. Like I'm out here killing it. Now I'm going to wear all those cross colors like she does. I didn't though. Cause That's I, how I felt about Montel Jordan. There was no money for the cross colors in my household. Mm. Or if the money was there, it wasn't getting spent on that. I feel that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if they had it, they were like $60 jeans. I remember I got new? a cross colors fit top and bottom. <laughs> and I had to have been about eight from rich. an auntie that had, you know, she had the she funds. She was rich. And <laughs> me not having anything cool. I was like, I'm doing all the stuff in this. I will wear this every day. To paint the side of the house. Can like I... immediately got a brush stroke. Can <laughs> I was the original Miskeen. <laughs> it was destined. That was, you know. The brand was destined. Young trend started. <laughs> Yo. But yeah, to this day, I've never let myself like live that one down. Cause for what? Yeah. Yeah. No, you need to remember that forever and always. Trying like, to look cool. Painting a out there in the cross. <laughs> too tall to be idiot. eight. <laughs> right. Right. In a whole cross colors fit. Looking like an adult man in a cross right. colors fit. Like, People to had to be like, what is he doing? Flag down a honey. I'll, right. I'll Turn around and be person. like, oh, that's a child? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, get that baby a cover uh, off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As. <laughs> get that baby a cover <laughs> off. <laughs> Woo. All we right, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yes, the Amber Defined Sophisticates podcast. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take a shot. Oh, same. <sighs> Tequila really does, does the body good. So, Morgan, yes. what's the song that you're feeling today? Today I am, uh, I have been listening to a lot, Woodlawn by Amine. Mm. Um, it's one of my favorite songs on that album. And okay. it's just real Portlandish, you know? Portland. There's, there's, there's a flute in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Some high flute. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it's a wooden flute. Not a recorder, to, not to be confused. Uh, see, <laughs> I feel like they're one and the same. They are. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, that's it. <laughs> How did recorder, is that something from the 80s? Like, has that always been a thing? I feel like that's a new. No, I, I learned, I played the recorder in elementary school in the 80s. So I think it was before then. I, 
Although I guess we could have been the oh y'all the flagship. We could have been, you know. Okay. I don't. Okay. I honestly don't know because I did it as a kid. I just assumed everybody did it as a kid. Yeah. So, uh, okay, like, I sense. I remembered making jokes about the recorder in like when I in my twenties when I moved around <laughs> and like in Denver, people were like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you didn't have to like have to play the recorder because that wasn't you didn't have an option. It was like you're gonna play the recorder." You're also going to do a recital and you're all, you know what I mean? Like that was, yeah. did you guys have to do recitals? No, the, the recorder wasn't a thing in my school either. I didn't know about oh. the recorder until my children went to school. Okay, wait, so it skipped you. Yeah, and, but also that was California that versus the Northwest. Oh, so okay, I don't, so maybe it's just, yeah, maybe it, maybe it is just regionally the Northwest. Y'all pick a little Pete. <laughs> all around is my, my we play the recorder and we learn how to recycle in the first grade <laughs> and and open cans with your hands yes <laughs> build stoves that you can use outside i um outdoor school. <laughs> the song that last night i was i was feeling a vibe and back in the day i had this uh playlist before playlists were popular it was just a collection of songs on some uh mp3 discs or mp3s on a compact disc and i had entitled these disc bedroom business <laughs> wait did you write on the disc bedroom business oh yeah i even made a, i even made a, a digital government attached to the song so if you actually popped it in too my little cover would come up yeah so I did the ID3 test. Ladies and gentlemen, that's literally getting what's called getting freaky with it. Mm. Mm. That's what that doubles. <laughs> you know, don't even ask me how. I'm just no. that good at these. No. I mean, it's stacked. It's layered. It's like, ah, over your head. Oh. Entendre on top of entendre. Mm. What? Anyway. So no before times. Um, Back to your... Uh, Showtime by Tank had came on. And... That has been. Can you sing it for us? I'm not familiar. No. No. Oh. Right, we, don't want, we don't want to inf infringe on any copyright law. We, we ain't getting taken. But that down. came on, and I was like, oh. <laughs> took, a little, took a little drive. It was like, oh. I mean, like, I was ready to hit some wine. You ready for showtime? Yeah, I was ready to get the wine. <laughs> extra fine. That was the type of time I was on. And mm -hmm. so that ended up being in my head. And I feel like today that's kind of been the vibe with it being, um, being. A gloomy. Yeah. And yeah. so that kind of down. This is definitely cuddle weather. This Man. is like watch a movie, blanket on the couch, you know. Which I have a, a pillow. I was cracking up the other day because a friend of mine named it Sheila. <laughs> Your pillow? Which, yeah, and I was like, why is Sheila? I, I feel like that name gets used for so many things. But anyways, I got a pillow I that's like, like Sheila bags name. groceries. She doesn't cut <laughs> She know how to wash a mean potato. Uh, <laughs> I got a pillow that's like, four feet long, like hella big. I don't know if it's a body pillow would be considered that. Yeah. And it sits in the space between my bed, the wall and my bookshelf, my room bookcase. And it just, it's propped up kind of like if you were just sitting, leaning but back up against the wall. 
but this isn't a chair, right? No, 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 no. This is actually, okay. No, it's just, just the way that sure it's down there. And I was yeah. looking the other day as I was uh, vacuuming on that side of the bed and was like, yikes. Like, it's just here. Like, I need to either get rid of this thing because it never hits the bed. And then when it's on the bed, I'm like, am I that lonely that I'm finding <laughs> myself throwing my arm around the, the, the pillow, feeling cuddly? And self-care yeah. is self-care. If, if, you, if you needed to cuddle... And you threw your arm no, around a Sheila. Threw your arm around Sheila, you know. But I want to make sure that I get consent, and I don't know how to necessarily do that <laughs> with the pillow. Candace Owens. It's been a long time since I've done this, but I'm going to go ahead and quit. And uh, here is my letter of resignation. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I am. I am here trying to do right. Okay. <clears throat> Candace Owens. <laughs> Tell us more about her. Ah. <laughs> well, so Candace Owens uh, is a person <laughs> um, who is a conservative grifter, in my opinion. Like, okay. she is just um, uh, out here to make money. I, I, oh. She's Does she have paid, some type of a business or she's something? Getting paid a pretty penny to try and convince black people to not be a not be Democrats. Okay. So she has an initiative called Blexit, mm, which is Black the, Exit. Oh, that is not a double entendre. Um, black Exit from what she calls the Democratic Plantation. Uh, so got it's away a, with words. She's. <laughs> I see her. That's a thing. So she um, has this group uh, that is funded by uh, billionaire Republicans. Okay. Mm, Nope, not them. Republicans that are billionaires that would like to continue this initiative, much like Turning Points USA, that's where Candace jumped into the right-wing scene. Um, So, as everybody knows, um, Donald Trump has COVID and was cleared, I guess, yesterday after this event to to be non-contagious. But before we had that clearance, Mm -hmm. uh, Candace paid for a bunch of black and Latina people to go to the White House lawn, wear their Blexit shirts and their MAGA hats that they provided. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, paid so for they, their they travel. Side up and get that. They didn't crash the servers from. No, no, this wasn't a, a, did you cop or not? This was a, you just happened to get a swag bag that has the okay in it. And it, and in, in the bag, it's like, you better put this on right now. Or else. Or else. Uh, Put it on right now. Um, Anyway, they they go to this uh, White House rally. It was a rally on the lawn. Uh, He was on the balcony. So I guess spraying down his COVID droplets is how I viewed it. But apparently they didn't view it that way. Misty. Misty. You know, just being, yeah, just being Mussolini. (laughs) Misty. 
And then he's just misting all of the COVID droplets on top of all of these black and brown people that have been misled. And anyway, um, so his first event after being, after contracting COVID, being airlifted to a hospital, receiving ridiculous amounts of, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of treatment for free. Thank you, America. Is that, would that be considered welfare? I think it's considered socialism. (sighs) That's it. I've had enough. Yep. Gotta go. We're out. I'm withdrawing. withdrawing. You're right. He, uh, as the welfare queen that he is, he went to a 100% government funded hospital and he pays nothing into our system. So we paid for that. And would I be fine with it if we also all got that care? One time. But we won't. If one of us gets COVID, we don't go to Walter Reed. We don't get top flight medical care. Not going to happen. Like we can catch COVID. I live across the freeway. Literally, I could walk across the freeway Mm. and go to the hospital here. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to tell me this. Okay, thank you, baby. Have a seat. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, so anyway, after all of that, um, we still have no negative COVID test results from this dude. Okay. Still, they're refusing to let us know when the last time he had a negative test was, which is incredibly important as he was out there at a debate at in motion. Thank you. Just all in the traffic. Uh, And then the very first event that he has back from being uh, sick, which I don't know who in there in the world would tell him he wasn't contagious. Uh, Very, very smart medical specialist. But see, no one had told him he wasn't contagious by the time that he had this. So the very first event that you have is black and brown kids that you're screaming, they're screaming, everybody wants ice cream and Big Macs. I don't know. Like, what? How could you be a part of it? How could you say, yes, I cannot wait (laughs) to fund a bunch of black and brown kids to go see the president who has a potentially deadly disease for anybody there. Like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you sign up to do it. I don't know. None of the, and and he was just out there doing what he does. So they could have just sat at home and watched that on YouTube. Like there was no reason for you to risk your life to hear well, that, you know, clearly, a, it's a democratic hoax. Or something. Clearly, he had to show the people of America his African Americans. He did. <laughs> You're that, right. That, I you, mean, got, you, you got me there. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes I got to bring you back in. I got to, I got to bring you back in. Right, reel me back know, into like, the, the reality. Sometimes I get too far off base. Yeah, he's, you know, because uh, we the the country attacked him for only having. In an African American singular, and they were wrong for that. They were very wrong because he's got a group. He's, 
Tons. So many. The most African-Americans ever seeing a president. At the same time. At the same time. On October 10th, October 10th, <laughs> 2020. He's, he's, That's he's how we break those it. records, baby. That's it. We <laughs> run up an MF and tab. <laughs> we run up the score around here. That's it. That's how we do it, baby. Well, while yeah, he's so uh, yeah. taking the, the hidden corners, the contagious <laughs> corners. <laughs> the name of the episode is Contagious Corners. <laughs> I am going to write that down now. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so while he was hitting those corners, there was a, a vice presidential debate happening. Oh, boy. We had another another debate debacle. Did you hear about this? I watched it. I heard. I saw the fly. I spent the entire next day making the fly play songs <laughs> in my stories. Follow me at Portland, Oregon. <laughs> To see myself, I literally amused myself with that so much. Let that me day. find out you you became a, a graphic designer on accident. Just on accident, <laughs> fully like, oh, look what stories can let you do. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I was like, oh, I can put it in a thought bubble. I can, oh, this is great. I that, hella entertain myself with that. The the one of the best parts about this debate because I didn't get to watch it in its entirety. Um, we had left the Portland Art Museum, went to grab a quick bite to eat in okay. between tasks, and I went to a Mexican spot downtown, and they were playing the debate. It had it was in Spanish with oh, okay. um, Spanish subtitles. subtitles. So um, the person that they used to voice this man sounded like Rico Suave. And so <laughs> watching him talk in this voice being, I don't know how to speak, man, so I'm not trying to make a mockery, but you know that that sexy right. tone. Yeah. And I'm like, this is actually not that bad Sounds when I don't understand what's going on and that voice is running it. Yeah. And then it sounded like a receptionist with the voiceover that they gave. For Kamala, that was like, what? What are we doing? What? I don't like this. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like this. That's so that, that was Thanks what I caught in Spanish Channel. <laughs> uh, uh, Pocos, not Pedalocos. Okay. That. <laughs> I definitely. That was the piece that I I caught humor in that, but I know there was nothing about it that was. The nah, least. yeah, it wasn't really funny. <laughs> no. It's it's uh Mike Pence's uh incredibly dangerous too like mm -hmm. i remember in 2016 me saying a lot like yo uh we can laugh all day about trump being the president or i guess 2015 leading up to that election mm -hmm. but like mike pence is actually dangerous like he actually has he believes in these things <laughs> I, re I remember conversations yeah like trump does he doesn't really like believe in it he's just like oh is this gonna work for me Will people like me if I say this mm -hmm. or whatever? Um, Pence really, really, really badly uh, does not want gay people to exist. 
he really badly <laughs> doesn't want women to be able to control their own bodies and their mm -hmm. own, you know, uh, futures. Mm -hmm. So like, and I know, and I'm certain he doesn't really much love black people or other people of color either. I just don't think that he spends his time focusing on those kind of policies and has spent his career trying to convert gay people to not be. And, um, that's terrifying to me. Like that's the authoritarian stuff that to me is like, you, you can't talk about freedom on one side and how you're the party of freedom, but then tell me about how my actual life gets regulated by you who would never have to do any of the things you're telling me that, that I can't do. Uh, that. So yeah, for me, Mike Pence has always been terrifying mm -hmm. and seeing him run a whole, he, they ran the same game plan, basically. Right. It was just like interrupt, lie, tell stories about things that don't matter, interrupt some more, and then lie some more. And so his is just a like more presentable package. Mm -hmm. His isn't screaming and yelling. It's really condescending. Like, oh, if only you would be telling the truth but he's lying to you and, and has done nothing but lie to you. Um, he didn't answer any questions. She, uh, Kamala wasn't great with uh, the debate either. Maybe neither one of them are great debaters. I don't know. Um, I also just have an issue with debate being the way we're supposed to do this anyway. I think it's just a farce. It's like right. not even, it's theater. So. What would your preferred package be? I'm, not, I'm actually trying to figure that out right now. Like town hall style, maybe in the way that actual people get to ask questions um, that matter to that person, that community, that, you know what I mean? Uh, and that they're not prepared for and they have to answer, you know, on the fly. Okay. Maybe that. I don't know. I'm trying to work it out in my head. I haven't figured out what I think is the right way to do this, but okay. I think the debates are literally, it's a sport. Debate is a sport. It's just not physical. Um, so mm -hmm. there's points given. There's a winner. There's, you know what I mean? In any other circumstance other than the presidential, vice presidential debates, okay. this is a sport. So there are ways to train to debate. There right. are different tactics to debate. Um, and I think you got to take some of that stuff off of the, the, the table. Okay. Like they're not there to actually sell the American people on themselves, they're there to like get sound bites. And we need to, like the whole point is you supposed to sell me, <laughs> right? Sell me, sell me a little dub. <laughs> sell me a little dub, but also don't lie to me while you're selling me the dub. <laughs> yeah, like straight up, straight up. And so I, I don't know my preferred yet, but I know that so far, I've never seen a debate that mattered or swayed my opinion. Hmm. Um, even when, I mean, and that's the point. The point is to sway someone's opinion. <laughs> and that's never happened. No presidential debate that I've ever watched has been like, well, I'm not going to vote for Obama. I'm going to definitely vote for Bush or whatever, you know, like, uh, and in this instance or this last election, like there is no, that's just not what it's about. Okay. That's not their point. So I just, I, so to what you pointed out, I don't think I've ever been in conversation with anyone, um, no matter how 
um, deep into our presidential race they were that ever said, yeah, I watched that and I'm definitely feeling different. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like we know where you stand. What does it matter when you're going back and forth? Right. Like maybe it's fine in primaries to figure out who your yes. candidate's going to be. Yes. But once we get to this point, we're past the point of, I wonder if I'll vote for a Democrat or a Republican, like, especially in today's climate today, if those people, if we're still going to pretend like we're focusing on swing voters or that, I don't know who's going to do what, if we're still pretending like that's the golden goose, this certainly isn't doing it right. Like there's no way people are just jumping into the election cycle, which Listeners, this is a wild thing that I learned and maybe you guys feel it or you will also have your mind blown. Mm-hmm. 50% of American voters don't even start paying attention to the election until like now. That makes total sense to me. It does make total sense, but it, uh, but it doesn't. Yeah. We've missed the primaries already. You missed who you didn't participate in who would represent you. Like, so what dog do you have in the fight? Not really. Right. And so then, yeah, you're just like a toss up vote. Mm. Well, pay more attention to your life. There aren't things that could be better. Mm. The overwhelming mentality, I think, that jumps in is that my vote doesn't matter it certainly doesn't if you don't vote tell them girl go off sister it certainly doesn't and i am a hundred percent with folks that are like i don't know if i should vote like does the popular vote even count like i get it Mm -hmm. fully Uh, we have to get rid of the electoral college in this country there's no reason to have it other than to rig elections Mm. so i'm with you uh but in until we can burn it down (laughs) Which we won't ever be able to do if 50% of y'all don't pay attention until October. Vote, 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 vote. But before you vote, 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 make sure that you know, know, know what you need to know. Uh, just read a book. Nope. <laughs> Hit the intranets. Yep. You can do that next. Yep. <laughs> Slide I'll to the right. <laughs> <laughs> but not really, people like read stuff. Oh my God, read so much. Read lots. Mm-hmm. And, or you could listen to Morgan's F word, Your Feelings Friday, <laughs> on all her platforms and be informed. Be uh, in and my free game. Yes. And free game. Yeah. Yes. Free game, especially for that. You should, too, you should follow and just consume whatever it is that she's putting out in the world. Because if you're not familiar, she breaks things down in a way that will make you very familiar and have an understanding of why you should or should not do things. Well, I really appreciate that uh, plug. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm trying to take us to the next level over here. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the, the most important thing for us right now as a collective society is to not have uh, Trump and Pence in power. Mm-hmm. As much as I don't agree with Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or that version of po- uh, politician, that version of Democrat, mm-hmm. 
they're not my version of the left. They are far more center right than anything. Okay. Um, I don't agree with them, but they are simply not as dangerous to the collective. Um, they have both done very harmful, terrible, disastrous things. And I could be more excited to vote for them had they had ever acknowledged and then made amends. They have yet to do that. Um, so I have zero enthusiasm about voting in this election. I have zero like want to except for must get him out like that. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't need another debate. There's nothing that anyone's going to I mean. I think what more, if, debates, more debates mean more opportunity for Joe or Kamala to mess this up even more and me be like, well, then I just won't. <laughs> what if they did a live action, real time dodgeball while answering questions from the people? This is the new debate format. Yeah. See how they how they work under pressure. Yeah, I'm down. I like this. I like this a lot. And then it's questions from the people. Like we want to know. Not only are they getting uh questions from the people that they mm-hmm. can't prepare for, they are also trying to dodge a ball mm-hmm. coming from their opponent. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I understanding this yes. correctly? So Very like, high pressure. I I don't know what I would focus on more, not getting hit by a ball from Donald mm-hmm. Trump just because you won't ever get the best of me or. Mm. <laughs> okay, Maya. How was her? Or if I'd be focused on actually answering the questions and not getting hit in the face with a ball. <laughs> that. And if you can, if you can do that, you might be able to sway a little with some of my thoughts. You might be able to sway. I like this idea. I see. I'm gonna hit that change.org and start. <laughs> <laughs> Why that's funny is uh, I was searching for something in my email, and I remember starting a petition uh, years ago to get one free trip of a kid with no you get one free where you can trip a child no matter oh, actually who trip a person i was like what's trip a child a trip? just one free one maybe per year i hadn't figured that part of it but i definitely started the petition i feel like i might have signed this dumb petition yeah. <laughs> and i don't i don't know how much traction it got i laughed to myself when i just saw the email from setting it up but I definitely wondered how many people. I should go back and find it and see how many. You people should find out. You you might have you might have uh, <laughs> got my ten thousand signatures exactly. <laughs> <laughs> As a former uh, professional trip artist, I uh, really do appreciate yes. shining a light on our. Uh, you there's nothing like watching that foot lock behind the other heel. <laughs> <laughs> and you see the panic in the face as there's no time to correct this. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. No, that's it. There's no, you, you've taken every, 
it's the discombobulating people that yes. is maybe that's my favorite part of <laughs> tripping people no mom i don't do that anymore so speaking of high pressure situations um there was a video that you had made me aware of earlier and I wanted to wait to catch my live reaction to Joaquin Buckley kicking the soul out of Impa Kasangane. Oh, you're brave. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I am. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much all I got. That's my resume. Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a UFC fight. And it looks like the clip that you sent just dropped a few hours ago. So I'm going to guess that this may have been a last night. I think this was a last night deal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fr- Friday night, or wait, what was it? Sa- Saturday, Saturday night, night lights or whatever uh, they, you know? Uh, flishy and flashy. Right. So um, expl- I'm going to, I'm going to press play. So like the listeners, you'll be able to live. What is this? What is that called? Live reactions? Yeah. Live react. All right. Let's Give it go. to us, Can. Fight. Fucking kick. Not today! Not today! Run it back! Fucking kick! Not today! Not today! Whoa! Like... Alright, so... I'll... Should you say what you just watched or I'll give you you are much more eloquent with descriptions. So what we what we just witnessed listeners was Joaquin goes to do a kick uh gets blocked. I'm sorry, I forgot old boy's name already. The the guy that gets kicked in the face. Impa. He, uh Impa. He grabs that foot that Joaquin used to kick. And then my man Joaquin somehow levels and steadies himself on the foot that is not being held and propels himself upward and does a spin kick while his other foot is being held and lands on the leg that was being held. And and for the the because had to let go because he got kicked in the face and he fell down. So uh, another important element is during the spin, Impa started to move forward like he was about to attack. So he had motion forward to this foot that was an opposing force. He ran into the kick. One more time. Ran into the kick. <laughs> Like, like, yeah, that he was starting to take a step forward, and it didn't. He did, he definitely took a whole step into that kick. I didn't notice that before because I was too busy trying to track the foot that was being held (laughs) because I didn't understand how my man, one foot, like, just balance, right? Like, one foot's gone, (laughs) so I'm on this foot. He jumps up on that foot and spins and kicks with that foot. <laughs> Do you know? And like, lands on the foot that was being held. Like that is just. Anybody that's been in a car crash and that feeling of moving and then oh. instantly stopping. 
and let's not even let's not even go as crazy as a car crash. Let's think of something like you're backing up and you bump into a dumpster, right? You just back up okay. a little just that sudden stop of just what that feels like without crazy force. There's like right. still something that feels violent. <laughs> well, because motion is perpetual, right? Like there, so you just you just uh, keep getting hit, sloshed around. Yes. And point. then when you take that to your foot, being <laughs> like a foot to the face, the ball of a, the heel of a foot, there's no way something didn't crack. Right. Right. There's no way. I'm definitely going to need to do some looking up to see what the after effects of that was. Yeah, I definitely didn't go that far. I am uh, a little squeamish when it comes yeah. to UFC fights. I feel like it's just a, the brawl is too much for me. Uh, but this in particular was like, I'm more awed by the athleticism and, and yeah. the ability to do that than looking at old boy's face rock back like with the whiplash that of <laughs> whip my hair back and forth. Yo, yeah. There's no way he's just like fine today. <laughs> like, like that. You are concussed. Uh, number one. I've dropped an Eminem from laying down and trying to just drop a candy in my mouth that has missed and hit my upper cheek. And it's felt some kind and it of was way. violent. Yeah, it was I felt violent. I felt victimized by that Eminem. Yeah, and, that's and fair. So that's I can only fair. imagine and I don't want to imagine. Uh, no, somebody's whole, I mean, I don't know, just like the amount of force, force that you yes. can get out in a kick, you know, like, I don't know. I think that I could definitely kick much harder than I can punch and I can definitely. punch pretty hard. But like, oh, okay. Okay. Slow down. That's not what I was getting at. <laughs> slow down. Run up. Get done up, folks. <laughs> F around to find out. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I just feel like the, the legs are just so much more powerful. Like, definitely, just, there's no comparison. A lot of, a lot of horse kicking. <laughs> so, this morning, got a nice little text message. Or was it a DM? Did you DM me? Did you DM our group? I think it was a DM. Yep. Okay. And seen a uh, a man and a group of men kind of going back and forth, a little bit of Shouting. jabs and yeah, some some yeah. raised tones. Their audio tones raised, <laughs> getting a little bassy in here. And in the midst of that, the video was maybe what a minute and something. Was it, it was it yeah. that long? I don't even um, think it was more than a minute. If yeah. it was a minute, yeah. And then in there, you hear a shot, and then the video is like, and then it's out, right? To where my follow up was, what actually happened here? Yeah, when we're the because I was waiting for the man being filmed to produce a weapon and discharge that weapon. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. And it wasn't the black dude. And then we find that off camera, which I will say when I first watched that video, I was uh, I was like, why is this guy saying the end so hard? 
who who is this guy? And then realized like, oh, he's just a lighter, lighter skin uh yeah. man. Cool. Then also decide. And then I, I responded to our our messages with where are the angles? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. So far, uh, as of this recording, at least, we have not seen different angles of the shooting. But so there was a Trump supporter killed in Denver yesterday, shot and killed in Denver yesterday. There was a Patriot Prayer, which all of us in the Pacific Northwest know uh, is a group of Patriots praying? Not praying? that. Uh, they definitely have some different views. Uh, mm. And they are and they are mostly um, nationalist and mm. um, fascist views. Like it's really, the idea is they sound like they're libertarians. And libertarians is just like um, limited government, definitely give me my rights to my guns. And the reason that you want the second amendment is to have to fight off the tyrannical government if it ever becomes that. Okay. So a lot of muskets are owned. <laughs> Lots of muskets. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, it also devolves really quickly into racism, devolves really quickly into sexism, devolves what? really quickly into homophobia and transphobia. Specifically. No, but they're praying. Right, to be patriots. And I think mm. that their idea of a patriot is a straight white man. Oh. Yeah. Uh, totes. <laughs> so, so they had a little rally. Some anti-fascists showed up. Uh, the news is there, of course, as always. And this particular, this group of people are have the patriots, um, have bear mace because that's a part of peaceful protest for them, I guess. I don't know. Because bears get pretty rowdy because there's bears <laughs> close to Denver, right? Right in the downtown area. Right, yeah. 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 Pretty, Bernstein Bears was definitely <laughs> created <laughs> in Denver, right? Cool. Keep going. <laughs> I wasn't in any way prepared for that. And okay. Uh, what? <laughs> so yeah, they have bear mace. This, the man who was shot ends up uh, bear macing a person. That person shoots him. That person was hired security for the journalists there uh, okay. with one particular NBC affiliate, I think. What happened was uh, all of the right-wing um, Twitter journalists, and by that I mean like people that have a friend in Denver, <laughs> but they're always like on the scene, right? right. Um, they're always giving out full-blown propaganda. It's not misinformation or disinformation, it's lies and propaganda. Okay. So, the narrative immediately out there is Trump supporter killed by uh, BLM Antifa anarchist or something yep. like that. Like uh, far left, blah, blah, blah. The police say, uh, the Denver police at some point tweet out like, 
there's this person was hired security this antifa thing is not real there's no link between the two blah 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 doesn't matter <laughs> and here's the thing i don't trust the police right but all of those right-wing people say they do and they say listen to the police and they would never lie so if the police tell you x y or z why aren't you just jumping on to their narrative they're telling you that right that's the truth to you so what are we doing still talking about antifa or blm this was a person who was hired to be there and what he said is you can bear mace me all day if you want but i will shoot you mm. and stuck by and 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 did what he said he would do Come on, man. <laughs> this is. Here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, you know, everything like that's the first place it seems that. And I don't want to say media, I'll just say people that making it to be a BLM versus a Antifa versus mm -hmm. anything that's happening right now somehow gets some kind of like the way that the most basic of things turn into something to have to do with a political stance. Hello. Is frightening. Yes. Because of how hardcore people are going. Yes. Um, with these sides and a conversation I had that that specifically had to do with law enforcement here uh, Friday, Thursday had to do with uh, how it, during our childhood, who are we told are the good people? No matter what it's firemen, policemen, they're always in children's books as yes. the do good they're always they'll the get good. your cat out of the tree yes every time and i've yet to see no i've seen one cat in the tree before like actually so but with that there is a lot of that that is in like rooted deep and there's yeah. a lot of people that and i hadn't thought of it from that lens until that conversation like this is what's been given since childhood. And so coming up, there's oh, people. Oh, and if you don't, don't have an opposing narrative ever. Then all that you know, all that you see is the good guy. And I don't mean narrative. I meant experience. Yeah. Yeah. Ex opposing experience to that narrative is what I meant. So it's the good guy from the book that shows up to help, help, help. Oh my gosh. You're blowing my mind. And that kind of took me back a little bit of like, yikes. And then that goes back to what I've been kind of preaching in this past week about identity. And a lot of these things being tied to people's identity. And when you offend someone on a level that they feel like you are attacking who they are versus a thing, an Idea. item they're wearing. And I, now this becomes, I, it's a visceral reaction typically. Mm -hmm. And I'm only gonna stand down that much harder on whatever it is that we have a difference of opinion on. Mm. And we're seeing that play out time and time again. 
And the thing is that the media, along with just your internet trolls in general, understand these elements too. And they know what's going to cause you to click and then get to talking about, see, this is exactly what, like, it's so easy. Which makes me so mad. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it makes me so mad media wise because they choose for you, right? Mm -hmm. What we're going to talk about. And they're choosing for us based on what will make them money, not Mm -hmm. based on what will give us, keep us informed, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Like, and, and as you said with the earlier, like the Denver police saying, Hey, no, this wasn't that, but you won't see the media push that same way of, no, this isn't that. No. And what's the right thing to do in that instance, delete the thing that you said before Mm -hmm. and correct the thing that you said before. Don't leave it up. And, and when I was, earlier saying Twitter journalists, I mean that because these people are on Twitter with enormous followings that people are watching, listening, you know, tapped in. If you leave that up and you're getting a million retweets of far left Antifa BLM activist shoots Trump supporter, and then you have immediately refuted evidence of that. And you just like put that in the thread instead of deleting (laughs) and then retracting and fixing the story. Like you now have an update. You're not the New York times, right? Like you don't get to change your headline. Mm -hmm. So in your life, you have to change your headline. You get rid of the tweet that lied. And then you apologize for having the wrong information in the first place or jumping off the deep end in the first place. But instead, it's legit just like, I'm going to put this in, the, in my thread so that's eight tweets down that no one's retweeting that part. No one's even reading that part. No one even understands that you said, uh-oh, I didn't even mean that. That up there is wrong because you're still getting engagement on the wrong tweet. Sorry, I'm getting mad. <laughs> Getting all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, but these are, these are given, um, these points given are very robust. And I wish people, I, there's a lot of things we wish, and I'm tired of wishing. People just like get better. <laughs> do be live better. That's it. I mean, I know I'm saying that like it's easy, but like, no, there's a lot of it that is easy. There's a lot of it like shut up talking and listen to other people's experiences. You'll learn. Say what? Say what? Right? Nuts, right? To listen to people. (laughs) What would I do that for? I am the star of this movie. (laughs) You guys are all just extras. Nobody cares about back number three. I'm not looking to be the extra in someone else's movie, though, when it comes to this kind of stuff. I feel you. No, that's why, watch, when Free Game about to take off to another level, you about to be (laughs) on the main stage with Candace Owens. Anyway. (laughs) Be there. Y'all about to to be having live debates. She don't want it. Oh. We get get gone with that. Throw that challenge out into the gauntlet now. 
at Candace Owens. Go ahead and make sure you at MJ Infamous on the Twitters. Yeah, she don't want that. That Candace not I only got like 12 followers on uh, Twitter, but uh, Listeners, run she, that I'm sure, has up. millions. Mm. But but the 12 are mighty. The 12 are mighty. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, like, um, no, I would kill her in a debate. I would kill her. <laughs> there's, yes. just, there's no question at all. And I'm not I- even a extra confident person like that. I believe, I believe this. I believe that that is, you are the young uh, pit bull that you see in the rap videos with the gold <laughs> chain. <laughs> the gold chain and the bandana. <laughs> Just wait. I'll take it. <laughs> they always get that slow motion bark and it's only on two yes! feet because you're trying to attack the camera. <laughs> that's, that's, that's you get Live footage of me. Yeah, right next to the debate stage. Like, <laughs> Now, for that one, I definitely would, definitely exactly that. Look, like, there's no, no question. Oh, because they used to call you Red Bone. Now oh, you're okay. Red now. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Unrefined. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, last episode ever. Yep. Because <laughs> I quit. Well, we got to step off of that. Uh, this uh, political stage and put our resting feet on Rolls Royce floors. Ooh! Cardi B may be doing currently. Um, yeah, I want one of those. Mm. The Just the, the, the footrest situation yeah. in the back of a car. Mm-hmm. Plus. Yeah, so... Um, right quick, if you had a Rolls, would you make people take their shoes off to... Because I've, I've thought about that of like luxury sure. light carpet and like we live in the Northwest, like put there's some slippers up here. Yeah, like you can only use the rolls at certain times of years or the, you know what I mean? A certain time of the year or something. I don't want to take the Look, the chance. If I have a roll, you think Costco won't be seeing a whole Rolls Royce? <laughs> in the middle of November? In the <laughs> What? Snow. You I are just ghost. My <laughs> man said I'm a duck. I do what I want. Look, I'm out here. This I'm is where I live. Top down. <laughs> okay, slow down. <laughs> bring, bring it back. All right, we're, here. <laughs> we're not in space, Cam. I feel that. I feel you don't want to get rained on. So Offset and Cardi B, the tumultuous relationship that is. Uh, I like that. I like that. Tumultuous. Yeah. Cardi has filed for divorce and then mm. got a birthday. So that means presents. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> and Offset presents uh, yeah, showed, presents. showed up showed up with a whole Rolls Royce with the uh, customized baby seat and like you know, embroidered name into the back for the baby. Oh. Which is funny to me that people do that because is Cardi ever driving anywhere? Does Cardi drive today? No. Mm-hmm. Cardi don't drive. Okay. She ain't taking, no, she don't. <laughs> I'll answer it for you. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, <Thank> you. <laughs> she don't. That's one okay. of the things that kills me about stars, like uh, celebrities buying tons, like a f- having a fleet of cars is like, yeah. you did what with that? You drove it to where? Your friend's house one block away? I pulled up. Yeah. So, you know, makes sense when you're a Kardashian going to Drake's house or vice versa. 
But uh, uh don't don't be coming for nope. that. I'm just trying to make Kanye mad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> real life though, like they, y'all ain't driving, y'all ain't going nowhere like that. You're getting picked up. <laughs> There's some burly dude is driving you around. Some burly. How you know he ain't slim and trim? He's not. <laughs> he might could be, as they say. You think the the, the chauffeurs be having the sack? <laughs> <laughs> what? I feel like that'd be a good side hustle. If you to if you are the driver to celebrity and you just kept a party pack with you. I feel like that would be a, the ultimate side hustle. Hit that little sliding window. I guess that's no, fine. definitely. I feel like that's definitely. a jig. Yeah, it is. But I also feel like they have assistants that do that for them, and probably hand it to the driver. Like, oh yeah, give it to them when they want it. One stop shopping, the shopping don't stop. That's that's me. that Freddy's. Yeah. <laughs> I might have a, just created a whole new market. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's my thought, and that no one asked for. <laughs> Talk to about, about it. About uh, Offset giving Cardi one of uh, an incredibly expensive car. Okay. We have seen huge gestures from this <laughs> dude, yes. right? What he what he does, he does two things well. What? Cheats on his wife mm. and grand gestures to say I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, if the disrespect was big, then the apology. Your apology better be big, right? But uh-huh. uh, F apologies without changed behavior. Mm, so you I see can, what you're saying you can there. run me houses, cars, trips, the things, the that's, the stuffs. Are you going to say no? Are you going to turn any of these things down or do you just take them and be like, oh, okay, cool, thanks? You know, I, I have a, a mixed idea of how to handle that. Uh, part of me thinks you deserve those things, so take them. Mm. Um, the other part of me knows that the strings attached to those things aren't worth having them, okay. you know? So for me, I'd be like, uh, everybody turn your cameras off. I'm not accepting this Rolls Royce from this man. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Don't, 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 don't make, don't make him look stupid on the internet if I care about him that much stuff, uh, right? Look you looking out. Okay, okay. That's what I would do. If I care enough about you in that regard, I don't want my son's father being made fun of on the internet. Everybody turn their stuff off now. We'll just, nobody will know he gave this to me. But what I'm not going to do is accept it and you have now another piece of manipulation over my head. That's mm. me. Mm. Uh I don't know their relationship enough, but what I know is grand gestures are manipulation. And Mm. what he's trying to do is publicly put her in a position that she looks like a jerk if she doesn't do the things that he wants. Valid. So, um, nah, I'm not going to let you put me in that position. We're not having these conversations. Do not grand gesture me. Don't show up at my shows. Don't bring me no roles. Don't culture this, culture that, you know, like whatever the, no, no. Culture this, culture. (laughs) No, because like the first time it was like he did some big grand gesture for the baby. And then this time now she's, you know, definitely got her spot in the back of the car. Like, Mm. yeah, 
you're pretending to pay attention and care about the things that matter. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're pretending. These are grand gestures. But on an everyday level, and when I need you to show up for me, where are you? If where you are is having sex with someone else and that is not okay with our relationship, mm -hmm. then I don't want your car. I don't want you to show up to my job, which I think everybody needs to understand. <laughs> Look how it all circles back. You also don't want no scrubs. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Or a baby seat hanging in the back seat. Wait. Man. Mm. I, I don't want none do of that. It. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm a, I agree. I agree with the stance that you have. Um when it's on display and done you're putting somebody in a space, especially if they do still care, as you pointed out, like that's a great thing. There's a lot of us that may separate from a person for whatever reason. And we still right. don't want that person to look any type of way. Right. Right. Because it actually matters to us. Like we yes. still value them in some capacity and there's that that's important. Um, so I can definitely, definitely stand with that piece. I don't, I don't get maybe because I'm not in that tax bracket understanding just like going and buying a thing to say, hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, forgive me. That was a lot of marriage counseling money. Like, there's a lot of things. That could Yo! for, you know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of like for your personal indiscretion that you may need to address. Like, that's a lot of like sessions worth of write that but, down, you know, every period. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'd be saying some stuff. That's years of therapy right there in a in a vehicle. None of them are going to drive. Mm. Low mileage, <laughs> they call it. <laughs> I mean, someone going to drive it, you know, but they won't drive it. There is like you driving around the block and getting a video of you driving a, a Skirt -skirt. Is, is cute, but like in real life, they're not driving anywhere. Yes, Cardi okay. don't go to Target. You know what I mean? Like, there's no. Oh, I'm just going to pop in the How car and drive. Huh? I can see Tar Cardi at Target. No, Cardi would try Carday it, but Cardi can't. Car Cardi can't go to Target, is what I'm saying. There's two, the fan, it's in, too heavy. She could do it in Ohio, definitely. Goodbye. It's been super fun. It has been, but we're not out of here yet, because um, I want to know what the backlash that Bill Burr got for his Saturday Night Live monologue, because I and ha ha all the way through. And was like, this is Bill Burr. Nothing's changed. It was a whole Bill Burr set, and yeah. in, including him being done with it by saying, that's my time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is completely a just stand-up comedian. <laughs> Nobody says that other than yeah. comedian. That's my time. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> Get on <home> safe. <laughs> uh, long story short, he uh, came at the white women and uh, basically mm. said, uh, don't forget, you was with me when I was shooting in the gym with my toxicity. And, and you liked it, you mm. loved it, you even participated in it. Mm. Now all of a sudden you're yelling at white men about it and I don't mm. like it. So you mm. come over here, you take this talking to that we mm -hmm. both deserve mm -hmm. and we're going to do it together. Mm. And white women were like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> of course. And they lost their minds. Uh, we enjoyed the Bill Burr. It was super funny. Uh, calling white women out is all I do a lot. And so <laughs> like, for me, that was hilarious. And 
it, it proves to that person when white women lose their minds in response to it, mm-hmm. everything he just said was right. Mm-hmm. You rolled around in that blood money. Mm-hmm. You know, Margaret, you got to chill. You did a lot. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite was when he was like, and then when you stepped out and you had sex with a black guy, you even said it was, wasn't consensual. <laughs> yeah, duh, like we were together on this, right? <laughs> Yes, that line. Yeah, Barb, you were out here saying black men raped you. You don't get to be like, everybody deserves free, uh, fair wages. No, not today, Barb. You got to atone. Because you put two black men in jail, so you don't get to talk about... Double up. You don't get to talk about how toxic white men are. White women been toxic. White women been following the lead... (laughs) of the hot man for a long time. <laughs> and Bill Burr was like, I'm a white dude, so I can say this to you. And he did. And yeah. it was funny. A lot of men. And uh, a lot of women were uh, pissed off. <laughs> I'm, I'm now going to go look and see some of the things that are being said. And I'm pretty sure that they're going to boy. And it's, you know what's interesting is that when people say they're going to boy, it's never the people that it's never the people that actually are fans of that person already. So oh, right. It's not, <laughs> it's not a boycott. It don't no, even matter. You, you should just be quiet. You don't even know this dude. <laughs> yes. You ain't never watched him. You don't know never. nothing about it. There's so many people that just learned the name <laughs> Bill Burr and they're up in arms about it. Uh, right. Right. In this moment. Like, I think, on. I think for me, uh, seeing the, the what, a few of the responses can were like this white heterosexual man has this to say like or something to the effect of him taking on race and homo- uh, homophobia as a white dude and then getting it wrong and i am absolutely down to be corrected or to learn more at all times um I didn't, it didn't, it didn't seem wrong to me. It didn't hit wrong. It didn't, there was no homophobia. Like. I didn't catch that anywhere in there. Oh yeah. Let me take that back. I can't say if there was or wasn't, but I didn't catch it. Right. Like I didn't. So listeners, if we missed it, if Ken and I have this wrong and Bill Burr really like messed this one up, let Mm -hmm. us know. Yeah. And like point. We're always open to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Upon first watch and we've only watched it once. Right. Like. uh, Yeah. Seemed like a hit. (laughs) (laughs) Like the Matrix joke, that thing is like actually he made this joke about. There's so many people in New York. What are all these people here for? Like, are all these people having uh, unsafe sex? And there's all these, you know, new people around. And he goes to a doorman and the doorman's like, oh, no, it's June. It's gay pride. That's all that is. And he's like, you know, when you're in the Matrix and everything's too close to you and somebody says something and it pulls it all back. And he's like, whoa, a tank top. Whoa, two dudes kissing. Whoa, a a rainbow flag. Uh, Like, and then it all starts making sense to you. Yeah, 
Like I've made that joke like three different times today because it's been real, like not in gay pride uh, scenario, but like different things of, oh, I was too close to it. But now that you said that, now I see all of the things mm-hmm. that are right. I don't, I don't see where he, he missed. Yeah. Like highlighting something and saying that you see something like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. So again, as you said, definitely can be corrected. Um, Or is this a reach? You know, there's like, you know, when you shoot from half court, most people like their arm (laughs) extends forward. It's not like a regular jump shot above the head. It's no, because they're now they're throwing it. They're reaching towards that rim. So just want to know the, if this it is feels like a reach, it feels, it like, feels like it, but that's coming from the outside perspective. Right. right. And there's also like Bill Burr definitely has like a bristle to him. Like, I think mm-hmm. there, there's a, I don't know if I'm going to like this guy. I, you know, what made you me know? really rock with Bill Burr was um, him and Patrice O'Neill used to do uh, a lot of stuff together and hearing them go at each other. Some of the, for the time period, which would probably never work now. Now, um, definitely wouldn't. Hilarious. <laughs> With my uneducated mind. Yeah. Hilarious. I, I super like Bill Burr. I don't remember when it happened, but I was, I used to be worried. Like he, like a, mm-hmm. uh, oh, what is he going to say? I don't know if this is going to. And then especially depending on the uh, atmosphere he was in. Yeah, yeah. And I saw him do a, a Joe Rogan show experience. Is that what it's called? Um, and the way he was just casually killing Joe in, <laughs> you know, those super common misconceptions that I think that white people have about anybody else. It yeah. doesn't matter exactly who, but anybody else. And he was just like real common sense with it. Like, well, but you don't know. So why are you talking about it? Right. Like, but so that that's not your life. So why are you saying it? Like, why, how come you feel like, you know, and that was the moment for me that I realized, okay, my man isn't trying to come out on some, like, I know how everything is. He's like, I don't know, but what I do know. And, and specifically for Bill is like, my life's better than everybody else's. Cause I'm a white dude. <laughs> And that's, I mean, that self-awareness, I think, is humongous. And instead of saying that he's a jerk for doing it, I think that I want more white people to be like, yeah, come have this talking to that we deserve. Because we've been perpetuating some humongous BS. Come have a seat. And on that note, I'll be quiet. No, I everything, like, I'm had to make a note because I'm, Definitely want to now explore the outrage. Maybe I'll just go to the Twitter sphere and hashtag. What is the place to go? (laughs) Well, the outrage. We've done another one of these great runs. We enjoy y'all. We hope you enjoy us. And if you have, make sure you take time to click like, subscribe, smash that like button. Heart it, favorite it. Tell a friend to tell another friend. Yes. Follow us at Unrefined Sophisticates on Instagram and the US show on Twitter. Follow me, Can Jones, at I Technically Can on Instagrams. Miss Morgan Jones. You can find her Instagramming 
at Portland Morgan. In the Twitter sphere, she goes by the moniker MJ Infamous. And with that being said, it's checkout time. Gotta go. It's checkout time. Gotta go, man. Gotta go. Y'all know what time. Come on, man. Get your bags, man. Call that bell, motherfucker.